righty, show us your tips, Dag and Beaver are back with you for a midweek preview. We've got the last stop before Cup Week, Bendigo Cup on uh, this afternoon. We're going to get stuck into all of that. How are you travelling, Beef? Bloody good, mate. Uh, going quite well. Um, looking forward to the coming week, I'll tell you that much. Uh, Derby Bay, Melbourne Cup Day, off to Melbourne. Um, life couldn't be better, mate. 100%. Uh, weather all looks good, I think, as well. So it's all all systems yeah, go. Yep. Yeah, a little bit, a uh, little bit chilly, overcast and chilly, but uh, that's nothing new with Melbourne. So fingers crossed um, that doesn't change. Definitely. Uh, we didn't interest in getting this preview up for the punters. Uh, at a reasonable time won't spend too long on it. But uh, any takeaways from Cox Plate Day? Uh, yeah, I thought the as as we probably discussed earlier, I thought the. The, Mel- the Cox Plate was a bit of a farcical run race. Um, disappointing, actually. Uh, didn't give uh, too many horses that were not in the top three or four um, much of a chance. Uh, slow pace uh, set up for those that, that finished up near the top. And uh, disappointing because I don't think uh, the best horse uh, won the race. Um, thought yeah. Fangirl was probably uh, looked to be climbing all over them and potentially with a little bit better pace and a bit clearer run. Um, would have been nice in the finish. My take out of it was, though, I was super impressed, which we'll touch on Melbourne Cup Day with Gold Trip. That was that was a great hit out for, for Melbourne Cup, um, the way it hit the line. Um, you know, again, with a fast run race, I think it probably finishes much closer as well. Yeah. Um, but, yes, uh, all credit to, to the winner. I didn't think it got there on the line, but uh, well done. And, uh, yeah, the Cox played for another year. It was yeah, exciting finish, but I agree it was a jiggy drug up front. I will be because King Colorado did not beat Militarized Home, but uh, I thought Fangirl should have won. Would have been my best result, but such is punning, especially this year in spring uh, in Melbourne. It's just any time you go looking away from favourites, you just get you cop a favourite at a what you think on paper is probably a bit short, but they keep winning. So we're about to cup week though, so it all changes. Uh, Tom Kitten, very impressive. Finally got a decent run race, and if even luck blew them away, and Espiona and Ruthless Dame fought out their finish in the other care feature there, which um, I sort of flagged. So some nice enough results. Some tough work the rest of the day, obviously. Um, yeah, it was a bit all over the shop the rest of the day. Yeah, uh, Skybird was was very impressive. Uh, a huge run. Uh, so an impressive horse there. And finally, apart from Tom Kitten, actually. We'll wait and see him. I don't think the three-year-olds are any good. I think it's confirmed. I don't think they're um, up to some of the other generations at the moment. But that can all change with some fresh blood. You know, you know, the four-year-old Tom Kitten in a cox plate next to you might be a very scary prospect. But uh, we've got Cup Week to get into. And we've got anything else from that or from Friday night? No. That's it, mate. Okay, cool. And uh, let's rip in. Let's get to bed. I think Paratrix was just amazing. So... Uh, as, as expected. Yep. Uh, that race was over 10 metres into that race. As soon as she went to the front, that was it. Yeah. Um, but very, very impressive. Uh, I assume she might – does she go next to Flemington Strait the last day of Cup Week? So Hopefully. Whatever it is, the old Patnack, whatever they call it now. Um, anyway, Bendigo, Rail True, good track. We know we get there, nice long straight. Most horses most of the time get their chances. Uh, so uh, let's kick off with a 1,400-metre maiden where we've lost a few of the field and a few of the stronger hopes, but I'll let you have first crack here. 
Yeah, I'm going for Lambay from the Wallace stable here, uh, second favourite. Only had the one start where it was well supported and um, started odds on and, you know, it was only a, a reasonably decent effort, but I that was at Kuyten and I just think um, the longer straight um, it's, and the extra distance that Bendigo is going to be right up its alley, I think it's going to come on a lot than that and I like it at around the $3 mark. On top for me too, the two... I was keen to find here the two wallet pairs. I assume he's left in his top seed now. Uh, I think Mickey D gets it sitting closer in the run. I think it's almost confined uh, a 1-1 spot here. And if it doesn't get wins, 400 metres looks perfect uh, for Mickey D. And I think it's a nice way to start the afternoon. The second is a 1,300 metre benchmark 64. And I'm going to go... I'm going to stick with the one coming back from the black type race here in Medium Mobile. Had to sit wide at Caulfield uh, and covered ground there and now drops right back in grade. Will be on pace, if not lead this race. And I think around a $6 mark seems fair to me. Uh, so at the price, put it on top. Uh, Persian Spirit obviously looks scary. Blake Shin off a nice enough win, but it is out at Swan Hill and... Uh, does have to take the next step here. And we've just seen uh, so often of late, black type back to his midweek stuff has been a recipe for success. So that's why I'm going. How have you seen this? Yeah, tricky races. I think it's a, a little bit closer and the market should be a little bit closer across the board with a few of these. Um, I've gone for Ravali, number four mm-hmm. from the course and stable. Um, only had the one start, uh, start of favourite and then was put out uh, after that and then came back and ran really nicely in a maiden at Echuca. Uh Finished on really well there. And I think um, he can run an almighty race here at 8 Collins. Nice, nice call. Uh, the third is a 2,400-metre benchmark 64. <laughs> We've lost uh, Cadbury Castle. Who have you found? Yeah, I'm sticking with the last start winner in Hurricane. Um, first two runs this time in were good, and then I put it all together last start. And one that made in quite nicely there um, was well backed, got to the got uh, midfield but finished up very nicely there, uh, won comfortably, and I think it can take the next step here with the extra four hundred uh, clear on top for me. I uh, after scratchings, I'm going to elevate Mogadishu here. Um, I liked that it's first time out to albeit a trash bag maiden. First time out to twenty four hundred meters uh, was very impressive uh, as a bit of a claim for Celine and can roll along close enough to pace here. Uh, we're around a $7.50 mark, and it's going to run well from Harara Kane. Blinkers went on, run re- and uh, won well last time out. Two key hopes. Uh, l- haven't gone with it with Harold the Great, but that's next best. I've um, got a feeling now third up, Blake Shin will take it forward, and uh, that might be the key to it improving a bit more. But uh, at the price, Mogadishu on top for me. The fourth is a mile benchmark 70. And I'm going to, again, look for a bit of value here away from this favourite and put Big Brew on top, actually. I think it's been going really well. And it's been running around in uh, some stronger stuff on the Saturday, in the, some of those Saturday races there. Uh, it was just nabbed by Shockham over last time out. Uh, that form lines up pretty well for this. Nice enough run here for Geordie Childs. Uh, and he's on top from Tidal Force, who hasn't put a foot wrong from, since it's come over from New Zealand. And again, around a $5 mark. Going to play those two and uh, see if we can get a result on it. Just wasn't overly enthused by the Adelaide form into this race for the favourite. But uh, what are your thoughts? 
Yeah, it's the same. I've actually gone for Lady Adelaide. I've stuck with with her. Um, both runs in this time have been pretty good. Uh, I think now getting out to uh, a more suitable distance of the, the mile, um, plays right up at Sally. He's got the one gate, so the gun draw here. Third up, um, I've got it on top to turn the tables on title fools. Awesome. The fifth is an 1,100-meter benchmark 64. Who, who do you like? Sticking with the favorite here, Material Dreams. Um, suddenly had the two starts and won both. Um, and I thought they were both very good. Um, probably stepping up a little bit in class here, but sort of went from a maiden to an open. That's a that's not easy to do um, for, for a young horse. And it done that with plenty of conviction. So... Uh, I think it can run well here. It's got the gun draw and got uh, Blake McDougall on top. Um, clear on top for me. Yeah, terrified of it. Uh, but I'm going to make a case here, and there's another one later uh, for one of these horses that was, is on the quick backup from Geelong where they got stopped by the wind up the straight, and that's Hydro Star. Uh, I thought it was wide. Well, first one to hit the straight coming wide there, uh, and you could see it really uh, stop like shot there. Now it hasn't won for a while. Uh, but I think this is the weakest one it's been in for a bit. Gets Jamie Mott and gets uh, the quick backup. So, uh, again, at a bit of value, I'm going to put it on top from Material Dreams. Uh, and dare I say, I think that's the race. I don't there's much else here that I can make a case for at all. The six is an 1,100-metre benchmark, 78. And we see the return of a couple of good horses here. Uh, or one good horse in Rich Fortune that in previous in a previous life has crossed the line of Benedetta and Spacewalk. Uh, and this looks like a great tick-off point for it. Uh, that being said, after I did the race, I'm putting Stonebolt on top, who just off the pace, he gets complete control. I couldn't find a lot of other pressure up front. Uh, and if it gets its own way up front, Froggy will always go forward in these sort of horses. If it gets control, I think it can win. Uh, scared of Rich Fortune, best horse, uh, does have the apprentice and uh, has to do it first up. But uh, beyond that, little bits and pieces with Luna Cat and Co. But uh, just taking on the favourite slightly based off the map. What are, you, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think the top three hold the key here, Rich Fortune, Stormbolt, Who Dares. I've gone for Who Dares. I think um, it can run a really nice race. doesn't win very often, uh, that's for sure. It's only won the one out of 13, but... Uh, has raced in fairly good company. Uh, last preparation behind Renault Sue down the straight at Flemington, cause for concern. Um, only a couple of lengths off it and um, not far off Legio 10. So all of those runs are pretty good. Resumed, didn't do a lot. Um, was was fancied in the markets. Um, probably is a little bit disappointing. That was on a soft track. Gets to a good track here. Um, Thought it could run a race in what looks to be a race in three, but uh, all pretty evenly matched. The feature is the Group 3 Bendigo Cup, 2,400 metres, potentially a last gasp towards uh, something next week. Uh, interpretations come up favourite. Uh, I'm going to let you have a first crack at this, though. Really appreciate you doing that. That was uh, Mainly because so... I don't know what to do with this favourite. Yeah, me either. I really don't know what to do with it either. I'm going to let it go because uh, I think it's just a little bit skinny for me. Um, but then I looked through the field and went, geez, this is awful. Um, I've come up with Lunacy's. Lunacy's. Um, 
I think it can run well. It's uh, had its couple of runs back at uh, Newcastle and Rose Hill in shorter distance. It looks as though it might have been set, and this is the build-up race for this. Um, this is not a tough field, so I thought it could run really well. Blake Shin aboard, um, third up, comes into this with a little bit of upside, I think, and out to the 2400 may suit. Uh, gate 10's okay. Um, hardest to beat, he's a shocker. Um, has been racing in Group 1, Group 3 company against some good horses. Should now be at its peak fitness. Um, and again, this would be uh, a race that's been set for if it's to go any further in this uh, carnival. I uh, might just get you to just double check your mic connection. You sound a little bit uh, distorted there, but otherwise. Uh, I, a bit like you going around the favourite, and I'm terrified of it because it could win this by three. Uh, just been stuck in slow races the last two and not been warming up till very late. But it could get the same here, and that's why I'm looking on the map for a couple at a price, and that's uh, Pesto and Taramansor. I'm going to back both. I think they can both lob into the first two or three. Uh, Daniel Stackhouse of Taramansor in the perfect spot, come back flying, um, and was even really good. Now it says fifth on the uh, fifth of ten last time out in that Shockham over race, but uh, was going the same pace the whole way, just outspreaded late. I think this is now perfect for it. So, and it's for the sake of the number, putting 12 on top from number 11, Pesto, bouncing off a win first time in Melbourne or back to Melbourne. And now they're going to be my two best results, really. Um, I've lost everything else. Would have loved to have declared Miramasa. Would have loved to have spoken about Speak. Uh, but uh, going to play those two at the each way price. The eighth is a benchmark 70, 1,300 metres. And as close as I can get to probably stamping a good hope on this card, it's going to be his favourite, Jimmy Starr. Uh, two nice wins, uh, albeit a big SP last time out uh, in New Zealand. Bought straight over here to the Ma Eustace stable and they found Blake Shin straight away. Uh, it's on top from the prodigal son, uh, who was very brave last time out, sitting wide there. Now gets Ollie back on. Last time he was only one in town at Flemington. So around a $6 mark, clear danger. Uh, in a, a fairly straightforward race to me. What do you reckon? Yeah, I thought the same. Um, pretty keen on Jimmy's star. Uh, as you said, straight to Mar Eustace. Blake Shin aboard here. Drawn a little bit wide, but uh, they'll probably be able to, to scoot forward there and uh, or get in the running line. And uh, I think it, it looks hardest to beat. Excellent. Let's wrap up the day with the 1,400-metre benchmark, 78. Uh, a lot of this feed through the, um, what are they called in Melbourne, the midway Melbourne races on the Saturday. Well, who have you found? Well, it's hard to go past the favourite here, given um, carried 62, um, started favourite and was a couple of lengths behind Skybird. Uh, that's pretty good uh, form for a race like this. Um, it's only had the six career starts, two wins and three placings. Um, so, and the only time it uh, had, had excuses in a listed race at Bendigo uh, last preparation where it tailed off. Um, but outside of that, all its form's been pretty good. I think you'll find this is winning gate one. I think Ollie leads as well, just in case you're worried. Uh, yeah, on top, I think the danger's uh, first mate, who's fresh, uh, of some nice stuff. Last prep does lose Blake Shin, though. And Belthlew, who's come back in good order this uh this prep and uh, is off a nice enough win, but is it me? The map swayed me. I sort of wanted to take it on, but I think it just gets an absolute uh, picnic up front. 
Progetracing.com.au. Who's your best in value on Bendigo Cup Day? Yeah, my best is race eight, number eight, Jimmy Star. And my value is race two, number four, Rivali. I'm going to make my best. Uh, that's a good question because the ones us keenest on are all out. Let's go with race one, number nine, Lambe, as my best. And my value is in the cup, race seven, number 12, Taramansor. Uh, and we've got to head up to, to Kenzo with the latest start there now. Now we're into summer, two o'clock start around with Kensington track where the rail moves into the two. We're going to have a dry track. A little bit scared like it has been of late that we're going to be on pace. Uh, but let's see how that plays out throughout the afternoon. I'm going to kick off with a maiden over 1,400 metres. Probably kick off with a winner in Mogway. Uh, had a feel for it coming into this prep. Uh, great run behind a horse that went on to black type on the weekend. Uh, gate two shouldn't be far away and uh, should win this from Kenyology, who will lead going well and uh, has the map favours here. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, not going to uh, get too much into this. I think the five Mogwari wins this and wins quite comfortably. The second is 1,100 metre maiden. Uh, we've lost one of the key chances. Who have you found here? Another short price blue colours horse. Yeah, I think it's hard to go past. Uh, tried well enough. Um, bring it straight to town here. That's a good line. Uh, McDonald on board. That suggests to me that uh, this thing is ready to go and going to give you a good start. Main danger. The market's found the two key ones. Uh, five from nine for me. I don't know if I'll bet because Ragga Ragga has trialled well and could lead this. Uh, so probably a watch and learn race, but uh, two from two for the blue to start the day wouldn't surprise me. The third is a benchmark 72, 1550, and I, I think we can dive into this favourite again. Petersham uh, heavily, heavily backed off some nice lead-up mm. stuff last time out. Missed a start, sat wide. Still nearly one. I think from gate two, if it jumps, it, it'll blow these away. This is an average 72. And uh, if Tim Clark does get control, it might have a few tricks, this horse. But if all things go to plan, I think it wins. Uh, anything to add? No, I think that's about right. Uh, same, same. Uh, was backed off the map last start and missed the kick, but still nearly one. Um, probably just controls this. I don't think the same thing will go wrong there. Waterhouse has the second favourite, but uh, I think this one will win. The fourth is 1,800-metre benchmark, 72. Who do you like? Yeah, I'm going number seven here, the Englishman, uh, third up. Uh, was was a nice run last start. Uh, second behind Desi Emperor, got back in the field, worked to the line nicely, just missed. Um, wouldn't need too much further probably to win that race. Um, I think the extra 200 metres suits here, extra fitness under its belt, third up, uh, got it on top. I went with the I went looking for the two Waller runners that are on the quick backup here, um, and have ended up with Yeti Moves on top. Uh, seven day backup was quite good last week, chasing uh, a decent uh, decent enough three year old in Matusalem. That and it just had a bit of uh, traffic issues up the straight. Clearer here, I think probably even finds itself in the first two or three. If it finds itself there, only get a win. Uh, from the stablemate Lyrical Gangster, who's also well-backed, but just flopped out the back and didn't do a lot. This might be go time. And you've you've made the case for the Englishman, but uh, so is the market. I thought it came up a bit short early, and it's probably the right price now. So that's all fair enough. The fifth is a 1,000-metre benchmark 72, and 
I'm hoping J-Mac is positive here uh, on the favourite in Valiancy. Uh, I thought the two trials this time in uh, haven't had been asked to do a lot, but uh, just trucked around quite nicely under its own power and has a decent Saturday run last prep where it um, chased uh, Cruel Summer before that beat, uh, uh, well, beat Who Dares, who we'll see later on down at Sandown. Uh, I think that all stacks up pretty well here with James McDonald on. And I just wasn't that keen on the favourite, on the other favourite, Gilmore. So I'd make the main danger Disney at least went away, had a win out at Hawkesbury. What do you think? Yeah, that was a good little win by Disney uh, out mm. of Hawkesbury there. Comes back here, um, went and got the kill. So I think you're right. I think um, definite chance. Um, I've gone for Gilmore. I'm just going for the up and the horse that's up and going. Uh, was nice at Kembler and then came out and won well last start. Um, it gets a three kilo claim here. So it's getting um, four and a half kilo pull in the weights um, and it's just drawn underneath. Um, the favourite, so I think it probably leads and controls the race, and uh, that might be the telling factor at the end was the four and a half kilo pull and the uh, slight better barrier draw. The time would tell, and uh, just slightly better in the market. The six is eleven hundred meter benchmark seventy two. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, this was uh, a really tricky race here. Didn't know uh, a lot what to do here. I've gone for Queen of the Mile. Uh, from the Friedman stable at eight dollars, uh, won the first two this time in, um, third up here, and it just seems to be building nicely. Um, that's quite a good win last start. Starts when it was second up, boxed on nicely at Hawkesbury um, when it was well backed. Uh, this is an open race, and it gets its chance again to win another one. I went. I just came up with the leader here. I didn't quite know what to do either, uh, but it went. Found Rocket Ear Girl uh, has shown some pace. Both its trials back it was a bit green. In its last one, but I think Kenzo uh, back home along the rail there. If it is, unless there's any crazy outside fence bias, I think it's going to give you a nice sight here. Money's come for it this morning too. Actually, just looking at this, uh, it's on top from Queen of the Mile, who comes to town at the right time, and now we've lost the other couple. Uh, they're the main ones I've got to talk about. The last is a 1,400-metre benchmark, 72. And I'm particularly keen on this horse. I've talked myself into it in uh, Tavi time. I think the trials have been really nice this time in. Uh, last time had a couple of very nice wins out wide. Came to Canterbury, won well. I beat Queenmaker, who's gone on to better things from there. Went to Queensland, ran well behind a horse. It's got some decent Queensland form in red top. And... Just finds a lovely race on top for me from uh, famous Pradil, who's going well and might now lead this race with a couple of scratchings. Uh, very keen to take on his favourite and very keen to declare that uh, that Tavi Time has more ability than we've seen yet. So, what are you thinking? Yeah, mate, same, same. I uh, really like Tavi Time as well. Um, I was, I thought it was a aggressive horse when last time in, and, and you're right, it's um, progressed nicely. Um, it was good up in uh, Queensland, uh, as you've highlighted here, and uh, and he had the five starts, three wins. So this is a nice place to resume, and gate four is perfect. So got it on top and think it's a nice way to finish the day. Awesome. Uh, it's the way I'm going to finish the day because I'm going to make race seven, number three. Uh, we're tied into race one, number five. But uh, race seven, number three, Tavi time, my best on the card. Uh, where I find some value, I'm not quite sure because it's a tricky day to point too much out perhaps uh if you're looking to get 
it's yeah, no, don't really have much value. I think uh, apart from that, I think race four, number eight, Yeti Moves runs well, and I think race five, number three, Valiancy runs well. It's a good little betting card. Do you have anything of value? I think um, that is a good little betting card, to be honest. I think you can get some nice winners early and set you up for later in the day. I'm going race three, number six, Petersham, as my best bet. And my value bet comes up in race six, number one, Queen of the Mile. Perfect. Uh, much happening in Queensland? Uh, there's a little bit happening in Queensland. So I've uh, come up with a couple up there. Um, so I'm just going to, to drag them out for you. Um, I do like race four, number three, Daytona. Um, uh, and race five, number four, Katima. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's our look through Bendigo Cup. Good punning this afternoon, guys. We'll be back. Uh, it's all ahead of us now. We're into Cup Week. We'll be back Thursday night to get stuck into Derby Day. Sunday night to get stuck into the Cup. And hopefully next Wednesday night again to get stuck into Oaks Day uh, before we get to the last day, Champions Stakes Day, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, enjoy the trip, Beaver. I'll see you before then, actually. But uh, good punning today. Take care, guys, and uh, bring on the cup, eh? Looking forward.